0: Fight, fight, fight for Iowa, Very every loyal Iowan sing. The word is fight, fight, fight for Iowa, until the walls and rafters ring. Go Hawks, cheer, cheer, cheer for Iowa, and cheer until you hear the final gun. The word is fight, fight, fight for Iowa, until the game is won. With that said, welcome everyone to the Epi and Beardo show this week. Um, Beardo, good to see you. It's been a while. Thank you for holding down the fort last week during the yeah. uh, Beardo and Chitty show. Um, how <laughs> you been? Fun.
1: Good. It was a good, quick week at work. So it, it was a fun. fast
0: week. I mean, granted, I only did four days instead of five, but yeah, it, it was a fast week. Like. Mm-hmm. And Friday itself went pretty... I mean, I know it wasn't for you. You had a long day,
1: but Friday it's itself was like, holy 11. shit, it's
0: 2 o'clock already. Yeah. I could probably <laughs> call it done and no one would notice. Right. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I had a a very long day, but it was okay. It was a 17-hour day. But mm. it wasn't bad. I mean, nothing bad happened. I didn't have to work too crazy hard. It's just... A lot you of just time had to be there. It's,
0: it it's, it's, yeah. it's like parenting at a certain point. Mm-hmm. You don't really have to do much. You just have to be there. And Right. Yeah, now that I have a five-year-old, that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, like, you know, this morning, little uppie wakes me up. Uh, probably about 7.30. And it's like, Daddy, you can just sleep on the couch while I watch TV. I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't. But it's nice to know the option is there, um <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah. I could, uh I see you have a bottle of water uh was there any alcohol in your life at some point today or yeah
1: yeah no there's there's also alcohol. it's just I'm oh. taking it light and easy tonight um actually, what I'm drinking is um some Maui Wowie from Aldemont uh-huh. Beer Works, which mm. is quietly becoming one of my favorite beers. It's just a good drinkable uh, tropical IPA. It's really nice.
0: That is a good one. And like, so I have eight beers of interest for you because you, I went to Dying Breed. So the honest knows. I went to Dying Breed today because they released four new beers this week. So I was like, hmm, I'll go there and I'll get a flight of all four of them and see what I think. And so I picked up eight beers. You, you signed on scene, you said pick up. Two four-packs of, I think, Nick's Boogie Juice, I think is what it's called. It's right. a milkshake IPA. Um, but then I told you, I'm going to give you bonus beer on top of that. Um, and one of them is the light version of the Mally Wally. It's in a blue can. Okay. Um, that I got a two-pack from, from Liberty Market in Delhi, California. And I didn't hate it. But, right. I was like, well, if I'm giving a box of beer to Beardo... Why not give them this one, too? Right. Maybe you'll love it. So, maybe I But no, Mally Wally is a fantastic beer. I do enjoy it. I don't have it often enough, um, but good choice. Um, I have something you're probably jealous of. I have the Anniversary Special um, Dying Break Fifty Fifty Smoothie Sour Ale. Um, right. So they somehow smoothied a perfect 5.0 beer. So I'm not sure if it were in the... 5.0 with like 7 gold stars range because we can't go above 5. I, we're not stashed. We don't have those privileges. But right. this thing is amazing. Like, it just blows my mind because I'm sure the audience remembers I gave this one a 5. Um, The first 5 I gave and maybe the only 5. There might be a second one. I can't remember. I think there's a second one.
1: Did there's you do like, one of the new trail beers with a 5?
0: I probably could have...
1: I think you might.
0: Have Maybe them. I'll have to check the records. Um, but when they re-released the Cream School 1550, the original, I feel like they tweaked the recipe a little bit to where it was more orange instead of vanilla. Like, right. I think this one brings it back. And that was the most perfect beer recipe in history. I'm going to dream of this beer. Um when i'm not drinking it if i if i could pull a Pee Wee herman and marry it i might um i think mean, that was an old Wee herman joke from back in the day like oh if you love the pie marry it you know yeah. <laughs> um before he got all weird and got busted for masturbating in the theater um i digress um so,
1: uh, he was weird I, before the theater thing was he, he no was that just yeah. kind
0: of cemented the legacy right um <laughs> I think nowadays people might sympathize a little bit. More. <laughs> right. Hey, he's just a dude. <laughs> uh, I, I, so yeah, I was absent last week, uh, for one of the few times in the history of this podcast, I was visiting one of your favorite people and that was the mouse. Um, it was, it was nice. I mean, it's the first time I been to Disneyland in a long time, actually excited to go, uh, I got to see my five-year-old live her best life ever for one day and have her actually admit this was the best day of my life like that was fantastic. I could deal with how not being in fantasy land ever again. Like that area of the park was just like you would not know that there's a pandemic going on. Uh, right. <laughs> it was just packed. But no, it was a fantastic day. I I but I'm done with it until um, maybe she's a little bit older and she can do more of the older people things because while I like crap on Disneyland and the people who like Disneyland, there are aspects that I do enjoy. Um, like the Indiana Jones ride, uh, right? All time of, of any park, anywhere. Like I love Indiana Jones. Space Mountain is a classic, never gets old. Um, the one thing we did get to do because the little puppy wasn't too young for it, and that was, um, the Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters. Oh, yeah. And I kicked ass at that. I just, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, it was just a good time. And one thing I did notice, like, I paid attention to the prices of things. And it's not any, once you're inside, it's not any more expensive than a stadium or any other amusement parks. It's just, I feel like they charge twice as much as they should to let you in. And
1: that's right. my only beef. Yeah. Yeah. That's my big issue with, with Disneyland as well is I, I feel like they're pricing out people. And I think they're okay with that, but it's those same people who need that escape from their life, who need that mm-hmm. Disney magic just because they need something else. But those people can't get in. No. And so I mean, there's a whole whole set of, of kids who would love to go to Disneyland, but can't. And I have a huge problem with that.
0: Yeah, because the only way in theory to make it cheaper, and I'm using air quotes, cheaper, is the committing to buying multiple days. The problem is those people that you just mentioned aren't going out and buying a five-day hopper pass. Right. Um, the one day we went... Uh, it was 150 bucks for one park, right? We got our money's worth. We were <laughs> we were there from 10 a.m. until 7 p.m. But yeah, there are so many people that are priced out from that, and we we as parents, my you know, Mrs. Uppy and I, uh, when we learned of the incoming little Uppy, we we took a pretty staunch anti-Disney approach like no characters nothing but somehow right. disney finds a way in um right. without even like with <laughs> i don't get it but it all sounds like minnie mouse is a thing uh mickey mouse is a thing disney's a thing like you can't avoid it and i was forewarned about that but i i wanted to be you know the stubborn first time parent that we all were at one point <laughs> um yeah but it amazed me cuz like we get to the park we get in the parking lot and like I left my mask in the car, I was like, let me go get my mask. And I, like little is, like <laughs> amazingly impatient with me at this moment, and she's just skipping, and I get to realizing she has no idea what Disneyland really is. Right. But she knows this is this magical place, and it, it truly was. Like, I, I can't complain to see your child have the best day ever is um a, a reward in itself. But Jim Gaffigan has an amazing joke, like a this is probably about a three to five minute joke. You can search it. Jim, Jim Gaffigan, like Disneyland, where he talks about like there's desperation on all parents' faces because they're the pressure of producing this amazing day and dads are always grumpy on vacation because they spend so much money just to be annoyed all the time. Uh, <laughs> that's me to a T. So, right. but no, I I get it. I, I don't get People without kids who love it so much. Uh, no offense, but you've been a parent a long time, so that doesn't include <laughs> you anymore. <laughs> yeah, and also I want to say the Dole Whip is uh, a little overrated, but delicious nonetheless. Nonetheless, it, it's still good. I enjoyed it. It was the last thing we did before we left. Right. Um, but I'm like, all right, this doesn't quite live up to the hype. <laughs> But I realize there might be people out there who have drank the fifty-fifty Cream School Sour from Diane Breed and thought this might not be as good as those podcast guys says it is. But, right. damn it, it means something to us. Right.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I think that's a fair assessment of the Dole Whip. Like, that's my favorite thing at Disneyland. If I go to Disneyland, I have to have a Dole Whip. But mm. it's not like I have to have five when I'm there. I have one and I'm good. They're they're really good. It's pineapple juice and pineapple uh, soft serve. That's fantastic. Yeah, but it's like I me. Mean, it's not. the greatest thing in the world, but it's really good.
0: It's very yeah. pretty, right? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: yeah. So the Dole Whip is just a soft serve. I w- I always get the Dole Whip float, which is the pineapple juice with mm. the soft serve on top. It's pretty awesome. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. You know, and I still had a good day nonetheless. Uh, so the story of the intro tonight, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I lost that bet to Bill Spears because Iowa beat Penn State last Saturday. And the even being in the happiest place on earth didn't take the sting out of that loss, um, mm-hmm. which when I did not have the ability to watch it. Um, of course, I didn't know it was going to be a matchup of the number three versus number four team in the country when I made the bet. Or even when I made my travel plans. Um, <clears throat> but like we were in line, this is something you guys referenced last week. I was actually in line for It's a Small World um, yeah. when the game started. So I got like my ESPN app open. I'm not, I'm not like watching it, but I'm like tracking. You know, I can see the game cast play by play. And at one point at 17 to three, early second quarter, I'm like, I worried for nothing. I consider just like turning the app off. Like I have nothing to worry about. Just go about and enjoy my day, but I I just can't, I still have it open all the time. And I'm like watching them slowly watching Iowa slowly catch up and catch up and catch up. Right. As we're on our way to the jungle cruise, which was a ride that little uppie hated. Really? (laughs) She hated, she was scared. Like she hated it. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes me glad I didn't force like, you know, the haunted mansion on her. (laughs) Um, thinking hey it's fake and we told her everything
1: in there's fake um <laughs> but we ruined the magic dad <laughs> did you tell her the people in the costumes were fake too oh that's not no she knows there's she, someone in there she no she knows
0: that already because like a month ago <laughs> i told her I like oh you're gonna get to see Minnie mouse soon and she said, oh, it's not a real person it's just someone in a costume okay <laughs> smart ass um so as we're on our way to jungle cruise, um, which was like the third to last thing that we did the whole day. Um, that's when Iowa took the 23 to 20 lead. And I'm like, fuck the whole day. I'm thinking I don't have to sing that stupid Iowa fight song. Like fuck you. Deal spears. Like you'll have to sing the Penn state one. And then that's when reality hit. I'm like, you know, <laughs> probably it was better. I was where I was at the time than I if I had been at home, if i had at home like total total self destruction mode had taken over, and the, right. I, I would have been completely apathetic. But then what that did in my mind is it put more pressure in my mind for the Browns to beat the Chargers because I'm like, I can't go over two this week <laughs> 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 After all the money I spent, and <laughs> hey, guess what? I went over two that.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, oh, so, that's a rough weekend. So it, it was uh, Penn state losing and Cleveland all losing. What a bad weekend for you.
0: Cause it was kind of the same thing. So like, so we went to SoFi, and it, it I'm going to kind of readers digest this cause it shouldn't be the whole focal point of the show, but, um, everything inside the stadium. Amazing. Like it, it's as advertised, although we were our original seats were up in like the 500 section, So we were literally like nine rows from the very top of the stadium maybe Mm. even less than nine, but we were very close to that canopy. (laughs) So even though it's like a 70 degree day, like it kind of, it's almost like it was beating directly down on us. Like it it was very warm. Uh, Our seats were warmer than like the outside air. Um, But then like Stash was there, but he's like partially handicapped right now. So he got special accommodations in the 400 section. So at halftime we (laughs) moved down, but the one, the things I have to say is, like, every line was not bad. Even restroom at halftime was not bad. Like, I went to the restroom at the Browns game um, two years ago when we went. My time in the bathroom took up, like, the entire halftime. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, they built it where everything is completely – it's over in abundance to where – you're not waiting too long. Cause that, that is the annoying thing. Like even at Levi's stadium, which is not that right. old in Santa Clara did go jump into the line for food. is going to take you a while. Right. Uh, at SoFi, that's not the case. And um, the thing I hate about SoFi that I love about Levi's is Levi's when the game is over, they've, they've learned the traffic flow so well that they funnel everyone quickly to the freeways. So leaving right. a Niners game is not bad. Uh, Leaving uh, Chargers and Rams game, horrific. Mm. I feel like it took us forever (laughs) to get out of the parking lot and then it took us forever to get away from the stadium. Then it took us forever to get out of Los Angeles. <laughs> and I got home at midnight and then I rewatched three quarters of the game. But right. um, same thing with that game, that kind of same mentality at some point, like um, beginning of the third quarter a Browns Chargers game, Nick Chubb hits a 52 yard rushing touchdown. Right. To go up two scores. I'm like, sorry, Stash, you're fucked. You can't stop the run. That's all we do. Like you're done. And I think that's where I went wrong. Uh, I started thinking, all right, well, this may not be so bad after all. And then it was just a slow, slow train wreck after that. Um, Right. (laughs) It's not a good sign when your team lets the other team score 26 points in the fourth quarter on drives that are all like a minute and a half. Like, you should not be letting people score. 70-yard drives on you in a minute and a half consistently. So, But I felt less bad about it uh, when I got home and realized, oh, that's because every starting quarterback got hurt. Right. (laughs) That doesn't help. It doesn't help when the the biggest non-pass interference bullshit call doesn't go your way. But I'm not complaining that that changed the game because really they had so many opportunities to – You know, get it right. But, um, yeah, it is what it is. But it was better than a weekend sitting at home in Modesto.
1: Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. Hey, real quick, can we take (laughs) a moment to, um, just relish the fact that the Giants are out of the playoffs?
0: Yes. So, so, so fantastic. Like, (laughs) it, It's amazing to me because, like, all of a sudden, this other group chat I'm in, they also all of a sudden, like, you know, the group chat with the ADBL guys um, just went off for no reason the other day about the Browns and, like, the Browns fans complaining about them losing. People complaining about that pass interference call. Right. And so, as soon as the Giants lose, Brent Liberty goes into group chat, like, that's a terrible way for the game to end. And I immediately just used that same logic I heard like two days ago. I'm like, well, huh? they had eight innings to not be in that position. Like shouldn't come down to the umpire. They had every opportunity to have more than one run. <laughs> oh fuck <Right>. San Francisco. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> To try to start that conversation. Cause stash is also in that group chat and stash is a Dodgers fan, just like Dodgers. Right. And I'm, I probably hate them more. I probably hate the Giants more than them, and they're not even our natural rival. I just hate their ownership. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. But once I once I saw on my phone that the Dodgers went up two to one, that's when I felt confident turning the TV on because I was like, I want to watch this, and yeah. it was amazing. Like bye bye Giants. Like fuck your one hundred and seven win season. You're no better than I don't really know who the worst team in baseball was, but you're no better than them because right. You're watching on TV now, but now that it's over, it's kind of like, all right, go Braves. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cause I still don't like the Dodgers, but um, <laughs> I think internally, they have to be my new favorite number two next year for, because I, I think I told myself that whoever takes the giants out will be my, my number two for next season. So.
1: Right. So then that does mean you have to like the Dodgers. Which is okay. I mean, they're not terrible.
0: They're not terrible.
1: Arizona and Baltimore tied for the worst record in baseball. 52 and 110.
0: That's that's rough.
1: (laughs) So they had more losses than the Giants had wins.
0: (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess good for Baltimore. I mean, at least Baltimore has a Ravens, I suppose. Right. Well, I mean, the Cardinals are five and zero, so they at least have a decent baseball team or football team right now. But yeah, that that's a long year when your team loses twice as many games as. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like the A's did shitty. We finished above five hundred this year, so right.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, and had the A's actually played decently against Seattle, then they probably would have. Well, they would have finished second in the West. Right. That was like. What do we. You know, they did to us what we
0: did to them like 10 years ago, where I think we got into the playoffs solely based on the fact that we just beat the shit out of them. I think we went like 19 and 1 against them that year. And that's the only reason why we got in is because Seattle sucked so hard against us. And then they just got us back. I just. I was a little more angered that Seattle didn't sneak in. I'd rather have seen Seattle in there instead of like the Yankees. But. Mm Yeah. They would have shit the bed anyways. I saw a funny meme on Facebook though. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe, I think it was actually when I was at Disneyland (laughs) where it showed (laughs) a picture of a Mariner like on the ground in pain. And it says, in the entire existence of, it was like the entire existence of the Mariners, which I think they came about in the 70s. They said they've had five, um, uh, five, some sort of testicle injuries, but only four playoff appearances. So they've had more. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like, that's, well, you have a nice city at least. Congrats. Yeah. yeah you, you have like possibly the second coolest hockey team already. So if I wasn't already a Penguins fan, I might be like a Seattle Kraken fan because. Right the colors are nice and it's a different kind of team name. The arena still looks
1: shitty, but Oh, well. Yeah. They got Starbucks. Lots of them. <laughs> Lots. Yeah. I've seen the
0: original We We went up there once, uh, when Mrs. Eppie was pregnant with little Eppie and we watched the original Starbucks. Yeah. But that line was nuts. And there's, like, another one across the street that, like, no one goes to. So, we went to that one.
1: (laughs) So. yep, I've been there. Yep. Did the same thing.
0: Not my parents, though. My parents went back for a second trip to go there. Interesting. Yeah. It's amazing how they flock to these very liberal places when they're not very liberal people. But.
1: Right. Okay. Whatever makes them happy. Yep.
0: It's their money. Spend it as Perfect. they want to. You know, Absolutely. I'm not trying to turn into a JG Wentworth commercial, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's what floats their boats. Help. Yeah. Right. So one of our football. favorite parts of the week is football. And again, like there's We're just going to fly right through this like you and Chitty did last week. Because, again, there's only two of us. But (laughs) let me tell the audience, Stash actually submitted some pics this week. Interesting. He also got a new phone number. And the time that I've known Stash, like, this is the second time he switched phone numbers in, like, the six years or seven years I've known him. Mm -hmm. So it was Stash, and the next contact was New Stash. And now we're on New New Stash. Right. New Stash Jr. Right. <laughs> yeah. So he has picks, so he won't fall even further behind. You probably have to be doing fairly decent if he didn't have to take two five weeks. But yeah, yeah.
1: that's hey, what he real gets. Real quick, how old is your cell phone number? How long have you had it?
0: Um, I think I got this one before For I even got married the first time. And that first, what year did you get married, weirdo? Two thousand four. Okay, so I probably have had my phone number since about two thousand four. So I'm on seventeen years with this phone number.
1: Yeah, I'm on the only cell phone number I've ever had since two thousand one. This, is, this is my this third.
0: Number. Yeah, this is my third phone number with this one. For total, I had the original because I did what every eighteen year old had to do at the time.
1: Bought a pager.
0: Oh, I had a bunch of those in high school, and those were satisfying because, like, I had a job of, like, you know, we had no responsibilities, so we had nowhere to spend the money, so then I would get, like, I had anger issues, so i get mad. And I just like bust a pager knowing that I could just go right back down to the wire of the store and get another one for like forty bucks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know right because <laughs> it's not like I'm spending the money on gas for my car because gas like a tank of gas was like eight dollars back then, and right. I'm not like being hyperbolic at all. like mm-hmm. literally my car would cost like eight bucks to fill up. Yeah. um I bitched the day when we were seniors when gas went from a dollar five to a dollar ten in one day, right. That was a hardcore bitch in my life Mm -hmm. when I (laughs) at 17 years of age. Um, So after graduation, I did what everyone else had to do. I went out and got a credit card so I could get a cell phone. Right. That one was like a 613 number, which I think you still have to this day, a 613 number. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not trying to give everything out, but that's all I remember (laughs) about your phone number. And then at some point when I met my first wife when we were dating uh, I ended up switching to singular wireless and that prompted another phone number and then I got tired and, and my ex-mother-in-law only do that because my ex-wife was running up like the tab on like, cause you know, it wasn't always unlimited minutes and unlimited text. It was like, it would just be cheaper for me to add a phone for you and have you right. on my plan. <laughs> um, and then I got sick of that shit. So then we went and got our own Verizon account, which is where I got this phone number, probably about the year that you got married. Cause I got yeah. married the year after you. Yeah. And I, I haven't yeah. had this number ever since.
1: That makes sense because your phone number is actually really similar to my wife's. Mm, it's only- okay it's really close and so um you guys probably got them right about the same time
0: so. gotcha because yours uh you probably you probably originated on at&t at some point right mm-hmm i did and then you took it yeah okay yep because I, I had the first th- th- i had a 613 at one point two, that's because i started out with at&t yep.
1: yeah <laughs> on the old nokia Deliberate. Oh no, kid! Those things, yeah, they were a break, but they were indestructible. You could, yeah, you couldn't hurt them. No,
0: no. And then I would like, pay the money to get like the special antenna with the light on top. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. it was great times, man. <laughs> we were excited to have a phone that we could play Snake on when we were bored,
1: right.
0: which I we had... didn't need to very often. We were very little. <laughs> we weren't bored very often that um, at that no. time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we certainly weren't. So, all right. We digress. Um,
0: yeah, we did. So, f- football. All right. Sweet. Okay. My, we- my wing order just showed up. Um, okay. So, first game, which would be Dirty Dance, Vikings at Panthers. He has Minnesota 26 24. Uh, Dodger has Minnesota 24 20. Chitty with Minnesota 34 24. Stashwood, Minnesota, 37-21. twenty-one. Um, I'm also. I'm not trying to jump on anyone's bandwagon, but I did see that uh, K- Christian McCaffrey's out for at least another three weeks. He just put got put on IR, and I feel like he was part of the reason why the, they were succeeding so well. Um, right. So I'm going to go Minnesota, but I don't think it's going to be that high of a sporting game though, because their defense is still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, let me go Minnesota twenty one seventeen.
1: What do you got? Well, I'm actually going to buck the trend on this one. Um, like I said last week, I'm kind of jumping on the Panthers bandwagon. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of like them, so we'll pick we'll pick the Panthers over the Vikings, and we'll go. Let's go twenty four fourteen.
0: Okay. All right. Next up, this is Stash's baby. Um, We got Chargers at Ravens. He has Chargers winning 28-21. Dirty Dan has Chargers at 38-35. Dodger has Chargers at 31-21. And Chitty has Chargers at 21-20. What do you got, Beardo?
1: Man, I'm going to, again, I'm going to go against everyone else. Um. I'm either going to fall way behind in standings this week or I'm going to make up some ground. (laughs) Right. Uh, No, let's go Ravens. Um, Go Ravens. Let's have a little East Coast bias here. Um, Yeah. Ravens over the Chargers. Uh,
0: 20, 28, 24. Okay. And I'm going to jump off that ledge with you. Not because I really want to see Baltimore win. Like, I really feel like Baltimore is, like, three plays away from being, like, one and four instead of four and one. hmm Well, what that means is they are a team that, as much as I fucking hate it, keep finding a way. And um, I do respect the Chargers a little more, having seen them in person. Um, they are four and one. They, they've earned their four and one record. But I think Baltimore just has a little bit extra, plus they're playing at home. So I'm going to go Baltimore... Uh, 34, 31.
1: Right. Well, and it is the chargers. I mean, don't you kind of just expect them to shit the bed at some point?
0: I saw their kicker miss two PATs last week. So yeah. in for them, it usually is a kicking issue. So maybe that's where it comes into play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so next up is mine. Uh, we got Cardinals at Browns. They're in the afternoon slot. So the NFL couldn't even do the Browns a favor by making it a 10 a.m. game for us on the West coast. Um, that's where the time change would have been a huge benefit to the Browns, but, um, you know, I will say that. So do I expect the Cardinals to win? Yeah. If you go back to my selection back in the schedule game, we did, uh, back in May, I picked the, Browns to the Cardinals, but there is one thing that I'm basing. There's two things I'm basing the Browns winning on. One is since Stefanski has been the coach, the Browns have never lost two games in a row. Huh. Okay. Second, Cliff Kingsbury is not going to be there tomorrow. He does mm-hmm. positive for COVID, and another coach of theirs on the offense, not going to be there tomorrow. They both tested the positive for COVID. Um the frightening thing is, is from what I understand is, uh, Apparently, that whole team is 100% vaccinated. So the fact that they got several people out, one of the players is also out tomorrow uh, for testing positive. It's not a good sign. Um, And I also don't fully believe that the coach not being there means anything because the Browns won a playoff game in Pittsburgh without their head coach. Just to, I don't know nine months ago, (laughs) whenever January was. So I'm going to say based on the fact that the Browns have not lost twice in a row since the fancy's been coach, they're going to find a way even without Chubb. Um, I'm going to go 21, 18 Um, stash has Cardinals 42, 21. Uh, What do you got Beardo?
1: Um, I'm going to go with Cardinals on this one as well. Um, They're just good. That's that's just what it is. They're a good team, um, and they're going to continue to be good. Uh, so, we'll go Cardinals. We'll go 35-21. Okay. I didn't and steal score, did I? What's that? Did I steal anyone score? I hope not.
0: You did not. Uh, oh, Dardy has Cardinals 27-21. Dodger has Cardinals 28-23. And Chitty has Cardinals 31-21. So, you did not take anyone's scores. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Raiders at Denver. Uh, that's Chitty. Chitty has Raiders twenty seventeen. Doctor has uh, Denver twenty three thirteen. Dirty Dan has Denver twenty four twenty. Stash has Denver 21.3. one three. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Raiders. Um, no one was happier than me last Sunday, seeing that the Raiders lost to the Bears. <laughs>
1: Um,
0: But what I believe that's going to happen in these sort of situations where if you have been under a rock the last week, John Gruden is no longer the coach. Um, It just, he proved to be too misogynistic and too racist to continue um, based on emails from the past. So I think, I think there's gonna be some sort of like the team, possibly rising up to be like, Hey, we're better than the situation. Like we don't need him. We're still good. Um, I still think there's going to be a collapse at some point. Like, but I think there's going to be a momentary they're going to rise up to the challenge. So I'm going to say the Raiders are going to win. Plus it's a divisional game. I'm going to go 24, 14. What do you got Beardo?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with Denver on this one. I think, I think this is the beginning of the collapse and I think we're going to see the Raiders finish out the season. I'm going to predict eight and eight, but I'm going to predict Denver to win this one. Uh, let's go 42, 17. Wow. Yeah.
0: I'm not going to be mad if everyone besides me is right. (laughs) Other than Chitty because Chitty Digger Raiders, but Hey, a 42 seventeen would be fun to watch.
1: That would be great. So, I love that so much.
0: <laughs> Our last one for this week. Uh, so, the bonus, the Browns are the Thursday night game next week, which happens before we record. So, we'll be throwing them on top, just like we did for the Eagles-Tampa Bay um, last week. So, we got Denver at Cleveland, Thursday night football. Um, I'm not going to preface this with any, this is why I'm doing this. It's just Browns because
1: <laughs>
0: Denver, you know, they came into the season with a highly touted defense and probably deservedly. So they beat who they were supposed to be. They start out three now, but now they look like the same kind of 500 team they're probably destined to be. And right. I think that's, who's going to be there on Thursday night. Uh, Hopefully the Browns have Chubb back. They should definitely have Landry back. I'm not sure if Landry is playing tomorrow, but um, because it's Denver, it's not going to be close. I just don't see the Browns blowing them out, but I'm going to say Browns 31-24, and then Stash has Browns 37-14, Dirty Dance Cleveland 27-20, Dodger 34-20, Cleveland Chitty Cleveland 17-10, and you get to bring
1: us on this week, Beardell. What do you got? Hey, I'm going to go the other way just to go the other way. <laughs> so <laughs> no rhyme or reason for it, really. I mean, both teams are pretty decent teams. Mm. That's what they've shown themselves to be so far. They're decent. And so I think this game really could go either way. So just to be contrary to everyone else, I'm going to go <laughs> Broncos, 2120.
0: Well, you know what? Somewhere at some point beyond this day, obviously, Chet Shanahan's listening to us, and he's hearing you say that the the Broncos are gonna be five and three at the end of week seven. And I right. bet you just made him the happiest fan of being the <laughs> beardo show ever. So right. <laughs> I hope you're right for this week. I just hope you're wrong for next week. Um, Awesome, man. Well, thank you for jumping on again. Thank you again for uh, running the ship last week. You did a phenomenal job. I consider never showing back up, Um, mostly because I didn't want to sing that song. Because I said I would sing the song. The next time my podcast did, I consider resigning. I joke, but man, uh, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you audience for being here yet again. Um, I hope everyone has a fantastic week ahead and until next time, I guess we wish you a happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah and Merry (laughs) Easter. And see you next time. (laughs)